What's up, everyone? It's your girl, Tiffany Nicole. You know, as I was sitting here doing some reflecting, um, actually, I was doing some reflecting this past week, last month. We're six months into the year. And if you listen to my last episode, my last episode um, was my one year anniversary. And I really just, just thank God for this journey. And as I was sitting here and I was just like, <clears throat> what is going to be the title of this next episode? You know, what is it? And it hit me a couple days ago what the title of this next episode is going to be about. Because we're reflecting, right? We're doing a year reflecting. <sighs> what if? That's the title today. What if your son or daughter going to prison was part of the plan to shape you to who you are today? What if? Now it's official. You're locked in with Tiffany Nicole. Let's go. As I reflect, I want you guys to reflect too about the time that your child um, got in trouble, uh, had to deal with the police, had to deal with the lawyers, see your child in the jumpsuit, the handcuffs, the chains, the officers. Like, my son has been gone for about, he's been locked up for about three and a half years now. Um, and when I say reflect, like, think about, like, I'm thinking about this, these past six months. And I'm also thinking about, you know, um, the time frame that he got in trouble, um, on the run, all of that. Cause I had a journal dur- during that time and I wrote, that's why I always stress about having a journal or taking notes about whatever the situation is with your child. Because sometimes you just want to reflect and just think about, we're going to pause, how good God is, right? It's just sometimes you just want to pause and just be like, I know in the midst of this situation, it ain't good, but I'm still going to give God glory in the midst of it as I drink my wine with Jesus in them. But just what if this situation really is to shape you more than your child like your child goes through their own journey in this process in this transition right but as I'm learning everything in life has a plan literally everything even when you make the wrong turn you know have you ever been driving before or like you went down the wrong way you went um you're supposed to go right and you then you you really supposed to go right, but you went left. But then you're like, man, I didn't know this store was over here. But if you didn't go the wrong way, you wouldn't have known that store was over there. Because that's happened to me a couple of times because I live in Los Angeles. And sometimes I go, I know we have like, you know, Google Maps and all that good stuff and Siri, the directions. But sometimes, you know, um, I went the wrong way. And I was just like, dang, I did not know this was over here. Um. But I was just like, man, when I have time, I'm going to go back to the store. But that's not where I'm supposed to be going. So let me get back on track. But I'm just saying, like, what if it's to mold you, to shape you, to give you patience, to be a blessing towards other people, to just learn to embrace people's sorrow, pains, 
like, just what if, you know, like only God knows what's going to happen. You know, what's the cliche that people say is um, what happens in life is supposed to happen. So what if this journey of your child being in prison is to shape you? Like, just sit on that for a moment. Just sit as you're driving, as you're making breakfast, making your coffee or having a glass of wine or just relaxing or you just want to just embrace, like sit for a moment, embrace all of it, even if it's bad, like even if your child is innocent. Like it's still a message within that. It's shaping you. Would you be doing what you're doing now to help your child? Would you? Would you be growing the way you're growing? Would you have went to college to get a degree in law? Would you have, you know, started a business if this didn't happen? Like, that's what I'm saying. What if? Here's some more questions I want to ask yourself. Like, like really listen to these questions. Like, what have you learned about yourself on this journey? Again, what have you learned about yourself on this journey? Like, are you just going to sit in the sorrows of your child being gone? I understand it's hard, but in it's you have a roller coaster emotions. Some days you don't want to get out of bed. But what if God is trying to tell you something and then you miss like your child? OK, so your child's gone for like five to seven years. Right. Let's say. And out of the seven years. You sat in depression or you just went through the emotions of life. Because you were so stuck. What happens if you miss in that season what you were supposed to be doing while your child was locked up? Seriously, like what happened if you missed it? Because you're just full of, I'm sad, Tiffany. I don't know how to function. And I get, trust me, I get it. Because I know when he was on the run and I'm so grateful that we was in quarantine because I was able to cry, fall out, pass out. I, we wasn't, nobody was working. The world was closed. So, but then after the world opened, um, they caught him. Then, you know, I had to still go to work. So during when they caught him is where it became challenging because I had to go to work. I had to deal with customers. I was a manager. So I had to literally leave my emotions always at the door in my car. So that is where it become very challenging. And that is where I really leaned on God. Really, I really did. Because dealing with people, sometimes you want to choke the, mm, whew, praise them. But I'm just saying, dealing with people sometimes can be challenging, especially when you're dealing with your own emotions. So you want to like, you know, when they have an attitude, you want to give them attitude versus, you know, attitude on attitude, which is going to be a disaster. And the customer's always right. <laughs> whatever. But anyway, yeah. What have you learned about yourself on this journey? Have you changed since your child went to prison? Like young adult, um, some children are in prison or in juvie. Like, what are you learning in this process? Seriously, like, what if like, what if you're supposed to like write a book? And this book is going to be a top seller to help other people. Or what if you're supposed to start this side business, this cupcake business? 
to be a blessing? Or what if you're supposed to, you know, be um, at the homeless shelter working and volunteering? Like, what if you're supposed to be doing something in this time and you're letting it go by because you're sad, depressed? These are questions that I asked myself, too. It's like, what if? Like, do I just go through the emotions of life or do I push through this? And when I say push through it, like, I feel that in this season, I have to fight different than I did in the last season. And I'm not saying physically fight someone like I'm fighting. I'm saying that this fight is different because it's emotionally and it's mentally. So I can't let my emotions take over. That's what I'm saying. And that is a fight. I think this that fight is worse. And I'd rather fight someone in the ring than versus fighting the emotionally and then mentally because that's a fight because you have to literally train yourself to push through this emotions that you have because sometimes you don't want to get up. And like right now, Y'all pray. I don't know what's going on in California, but the, there is no sun. And I moved. That was one of my reasons why I moved here is because of the sun. And we haven't had sun. It's been gloomy. What they call it. June gloom. May. I don't. It's when I t- when I tell y'all. I feel like we still in fall and winter. The sun plays peekaboo here. It come out and then it go back in and it's cloudy for the rest of the day. And that does something to me mentally. So that alone, I have to get up and I have to fight and I have to go to work. But there's no it's cloudy. And I work on a strip where it's, you know, when the sun come, when the sun uh, sunlight comes in, it's just beautiful. But it's just clouds like I'm surrounded by nothing but glass, glass windows. But it's cloudy. And not having that sunlight does something to me mentally. I am not going to lie and be transparent with y'all. I have to have sun. I am a sunbeam baby. When God created me, he knew that I was going to be one of them females that would love to sit out and just get a tan. And yes, black people do tan. And I tan very nicely. But I'm just saying, like, he knew that I have to have sun. I don't know why I was born in Chicago, Elgin. But hey, it all worked out because now I'm here. But I have to fight through that. So what do you what do you have to fight through? Like what do you what are you fighting? Like mentally, emotionally, like I is it it's I know it's hard for you to get up sometimes because you think about all this pressure is weighed on you. And then the pressure of your son being in the hole, being in confinement and confinement. And you can't talk to him or her for a period of time. Those we <laughs> We're going to pause for a moment to the mamas and the fathers that had to deal with their child being in the hole. I am going to salute y'all because I have been there. And to me, that is a strong ass fight mentally because, you know, first of all, the movies don't like the movies do it no justice because when I watch a movie and I see somebody in the hole, I be having anxiety. I be like, Lord, this is what they doing to my child. Well, we know the movies be extra. But it still does something to me mentally like that. If you got through that, I'm going to applaud you. I really want to applaud people who had their child has been in the hole because you have to get up and go to work. And in the back of your mind, you literally have to tell yourself he or she is going to be okay. He or she is going to be okay. 
Like every day, sometimes you'll be at work. Literally, you'll go to the bathroom. You look at yourself. You may want to cry as you look in the mirror, but you will tell yourself he or she will get through this. He or she's mental health will get through this. Like that alone is a fight. And that's a strong ass fight. How do you fight? So let me tell you how I fight. I fight this way. Obviously, y'all know I love God. Um, Remind y'all, I'm not a prophet. I'm not a pastor. I ain't any of that. Um, Jesus still working on me. Praise the Lord, saints. Um, But I'm just saying, I literally, you know, I'm a writer. I love to walk. I have a dog. The beach. I have a patio. So when the sun does come out in California, the sun hits my patio and it's beautiful. Um, And I do love my red wine. I love to just sit and just sip a glass of wine and just embrace it all. And some, and I have a conversation with God. And, you know, obviously I do go to church. I have a spiritual mentor. Um, I have a pastor that I attend church. Um, all of these things has got me through where I am right now. I didn't know I had this fight in me. That's what I'm saying. What if? It was all part of the plan. I didn't know I had this type of faith that was in me because I had to trust God. Have to trust God in the midst of when it's impossible. Like that's a new territory for me. Trusting him. Like I've trusted him before, but yeah, this is a little bit different. You know, when your child's incarcerated, it's a little bit different. You got to deal with the warden, the lawyers, the court system. And then for people who have black male children, it's already a fight against us already. It's already a fight. So you are literally got to lay out for the, for the Lord, for your child, for that. But what I'm saying is that you have to figure out the emotions, the mentally, the mental part. How are you going to fight and push through that? Like, how are you going to fight? Are you doing it different than you did it last year? Because you can't keep going through the same cycles of life of saying, oh, I'm depressed. Oh, I'm sad. Oh, I can't function. Oh, I can't do this because, you know, he's in prison. He's in prison. But you're free. You are free. And I know we have carried our children for nine months and they're the best thing. But what if this is supposed to shape and mold you to be who you are today? And what if? You're supposed to be a blessing to someone else that needs you. And if you don't get through your emotions, your burdens, your depression, then how are you supposed to help the next person? Because while you're still remaining stuck, then you're not doing what God has really created you to do is to help someone else. Because we're all supposed to be here for someone else, not for ourselves. We're supposed to be a selfless human being. But, you know, now we live in a world of that's a whole other topic. But anyway. All I'm saying is like, what if this journey of this process of your child being in prison was to shape and mold you? And if it is, what is it shaping you into? Who are you becoming on this journey? Are you loving yourself when you get up? Do you when you look in the mirror? Do you love you? Like I still go out and get a facial. I still go get a manicure and child. I st- if y'all haven't tried it, y'all should try it. The vagina steam is the best thing ever. Woo! Yes, Lord. Y'all should, everybody should try that. Um, I do my self-care, the manicures, the pedicures, eyebrows, waxing, 
you know, go take myself out to dinner, you know, all these things. Like I still pause and because I have to take care of me. Like I can't be sad. I just can't be sad every day. I miss him so much. But you guys have to have laughter and joy. Go out and do something that you've never done before. Literally, like try a new hobby. Like I know how to swim, but I want to take swim lessons um, this summer. You know, I know how to swim, but I really want to know like, like I want to do like, I want to uh, scuba dive, right? But I really want to know how to swim before I get down there and do all that snorkeling and all that. Uh-uh. I got to really know how to swim. I got to do the cute swim, you know, just floating, looking cute while you floating through the water. But I'm just saying like, <laughs> I'm going to stress this because I know that it is hard. But what if this journey that you're on with your child being in prison is to shape and mold you? Like, nothing just happens in life, right? Everything has a reason and a purpose. There's a time, there's a season. There's, there's a reason for everything, the good, the bad, the pretty, everything. Like, Everything is in lined up for something. I wish I knew the end game, but I don't. But I do know that everything comes together. That I do know. Literally reflect about from the time frame your child has been incarcerated to where you are now. Like reflect, like really reflect and think about like what is different about me now? Like I know this is going to sound crazy what I'm about to say, but hell, if this is me. <sighs> By my son going to prison, I somewhat think that it has helped me. Um, when I say help me, obviously, I, I you know, therapy is my biggest thing Um, because therapy got me through a lot of things. Um, Like I said, you know, Jesus wanted therapy. Um, Those are my things. And that meat on the side. But um, seriously, is that he going to prison has made me look at myself as a mother, the good, the bad, the ugly, the things I should work on. Um, you know, if you come from a black home, black mamas, all they do is yell at their kids all the time. And I had to stop and reflect, like, I need to stop doing all that hollering, all that yelling. Like, it's not that serious. So I feel like I've grown in that area. I'm still working on my emotions because sometimes I have my trigger moments where I'm ready to snap and just cause out the whole world. But I can't live like that. So. I know this is sound crazy, but I think by my son going to prison, it has protect him. It has saved him. It has changed him. And it has changed me. And it saved me too. It really has. It brought me closer to God. I've always been close with God. But this one, I tapped into a different realm in this season with God since he's been gone. So what I stress and say, what if, 
your child or daughter going to prison was to shape and mold you and who you are today. Do you like who you are right now? Would you want to change? Or do you want to remain the same? Well, you guys, I just wanted to just share that with you guys. You guys are the best. Remember to keep your head up, remain strong. Don't let the enemy get into that mind of yours. The brain is the most powerful thing that's within us is the mind because we control it all. Um, just tell yourself how amazing you are. You know, you are amazing. You are powerful. You are successful. You are a fighter. You're strong. You will get through this. Remember, it is shaping and molding you to be who you are today. All right, you guys. Again, it's your girl, Tiffany Nicole. You guys, I would love for you guys to do me a favor. When you listen to my podcast, when you download the episode, please leave a review. Please leave a review. Also, follow me on YouTube, Locked In with Tiffany Nicole, because I got some updates going on on there. I'm super excited. Again, leave a review on the Apple, Spotify, anywhere you listen to my episode, please leave a comment on what you want to hear more of or how you feel about the episodes. Like, I'd love for people to give me their feedback because I want to hear from the people. I definitely want to hear from the people because if it was not for you, I wouldn't be here. Or you can follow me on my IG page, which is L-I-W Tiffany Nicole. Yes, follow me on Instagram, Facebook. I have a personal, a private group for mothers. If fathers want to join, please join the group. It's Strong Mothers with Incarcerated Kids. I'm going to change it because we gonna now have daddies involved. Again, follow me on Instagram, L-I-W Tiffany Nicole. Please leave a comment. Appreciate everything that you guys are doing, downloading. Appreciate you guys so much. Thank you.